Friday, dairy fans, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets. I'm still recovering physically and mentally from that big conference in California this week with the industry. I'm just not used to these in-person meetings yet, but it was definitely refreshing to finally see some of our customers and other experts in dairy face-to-face. I don't think the USDA got the memo that we were traveling and handling meetings all week, but they released the U.S. December milk production and December cold storage figures at the same time on Monday, which I am sure was fun for Lucas to juggle. While he will dig in further here in a moment with those reports, I would like to mention that both of them leaned quite neutral. Internationally, European prices continued to move higher, and the Singapore exchange is setting up for a rather bullish global dairy trade event next week. Lucas, why don't you go over uh, what surprised on the U.S. milk production report first? Yeah, Alyssa, it was quite the Monday to kick off our week. We did get that milk production report that was a little bit better than high ground expectations. Output still down, though, down 0.1% versus prior year. No surprise that the herd size continued declining, but a little better than expected milk per cow number did help to boost that overall production. I think um, especially notable California was up 2.2%. That's better than they've been in the past few months, and that certainly helped to boost U.S. output a little bit higher. However, again, as I mentioned, overall, though, still weaker versus prior year, as expected. We do think that this negative milk output will persist well into 2022 here, at least for the first few months as farmers Uh, cannot quickly turn on the milk, even with the higher prices that we've been seeing lately. Other trends pretty similar, Wisconsin and Minnesota still higher, which uh, leaves milk for the cheese vats across the Midwest, but moving a little bit further east into places like Michigan or Indiana or Ohio, seeing some negative numbers, declines across the Northeast as well, and then the two big states, no change from trend here, Washington and New Mexico posting steep declines versus prior year. I think bottom line, it all points to general support here for overall prices with less milk than expected and uh, tight supplies across the globe in general. And on that cold storage report, butter inventories are down 27% from a year ago. So why was it neutral? Yeah, good question. I think um, it was kind of in line with expectations here. Of course, butter stocks throughout 2020 very strong. So when we see these 2021 numbers uh, sink lower versus prior year, that's not necessarily a surprise. We are still higher versus two years ago, though. It's important to remember. I think the big takeaway there, um, also kind of neutral because we were expecting this, but kind of rare to see in December was that stocks declined further versus November. Typically, we would see stocks bottom out into November before building into December and the new year, but that did not happen at the end of 2021. Overall, of course, uh, as probably most of our listeners are well aware, we've seen these butter prices skyrocket higher over the past few weeks due to this tightening supply and still firm demand. Kind of relating back to milk, we don't expect butter production to be uh, strong at all here in the first few months of the year, which will keep inventories tight. Maybe just briefly on cheese, 
kind of in line with expectations. We do still have plenty of cheese in storage, uh, but really numbers in December, kind of the build, the monthly build there, climbing um, close to those five-year averages, especially on American cheese stocks overall. So while there was a lot to write and a lot to absorb, pretty neutral overall versus high ground expectations on the domestic reports this week. And then looking at uh, bouncing off of your butter comments, European butter prices came off slightly with rumors of cheap product being offered out of Poland. Nonetheless, there are still supply concerns in the Q2 with buyers continuing to purchase hand to mouth. Manufacturers are nervous to overcommit sales, which has created hesitancy for lacking in anything long term. Export demand has been light on European butter, especially as, you know, fat prices there are the highest in the market at present but also as a result of fulfilling domestic needs first ahead of the Easter holiday. Very little has changed on European skim milk powder as well, with global traders reporting each week that inventories remain low, a very common theme everywhere you look. Yeah, I think maybe more broadly, Alyssa, I just did want to mention some of the more macro things that we're watching over the past week or so. Uh, we wrote about this in our weekly EU update, which of course we publish on Wednesday mornings, but watching the situation in Ukraine very closely, uh, situations and the, the tension continues to escalate there between Russia, Ukraine, NATO, the US, all trying to come towards some sort of resolution to prevent what would be, I believe, the first ground war in Europe since World War II. Also, oil prices continue to tick higher. I think we're at uh, multi-year highs. You have to go back to 2014 was the last time we saw uh, Brent crude at this price. And then finally, um, watching the stock market as well, we saw Monday into Tuesday, some wild volatility there. At one point, uh, NASDAQ or S&P down more than 10 to 15 percent versus the start of the year. So kind of just other things to watch here in the broader context as we focus on these dairy prices. Thank you so much for that update, Lucas. Very helpful to have all that additional knowledge. The Singapore exchange has strengthened and is pricing in impressive gains for next week's global dairy trade auction in New Zealand. Weather conditions within the country continue hindering milk solids, which gave Fonterra the confidence to increase their forecast milk price. The midpoint is now at $9.20 per kilogram milk solids, which would be a record high if realized. Also this past week, the market received confirmation that December milk in New Zealand fell 5.5% below prior year on a milk solids basis. That was the steepest year-over-year -year drop since April 2019. Fonterra confirmed their December figure overnight, which also fell but 5.3% from a year ago. The general market tone remains hyper-focused on that lack of incremental milk availability from Europe, New Zealand, as well as the U.S. Even if the U.S. had a decent amount of product on hand, supply chain interruptions have made it extremely difficult to move product into the export market. That does it for today. We thank you all so much for joining us again this week. I will be out next week, so I'm sure Lucas has something fun in store for you. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. <laughs>